Black excellence is living in your purpose, operating in your purpose, being true to yourself so that you don't have any regrets in life. Welcome to the Dripping in Black podcast, where we celebrate Black excellence throughout the Black diaspora. Here's your host, David V. Lewis. What's up, good people all across the world? This is the Dripping in Black podcast. I am your host, David V. Lewis. And as usual, we have another fantastic guest who represents Black excellence in the Black diaspora. Today's guest is Reginald Oates. Broker Red, say hello to the world. Hello, world. <laughs> All right, so I gave a little clue there about why we have uh, Reg on. He's the broker, but I think first and foremost, he's an educator. And so we'll talk a little bit about those things with Reginald. But first we begin, as always, with a simple but loaded question of who is our guest. So who is Reginald Olds? Well, I'm, I'm a lot of things. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm a, a person who has been through some things in life, but uh, has been determined to come out on the other side um, victorious. Yeah. I'm a father, I'm a husband, I'm an educator, and I'm a real estate broker. Um, I like to call myself a, a change agent because I don't uh, necessarily like to uh, leave people the way that I found them. Okay. All right. So we're going to dive into uh, in the ways that you uh, have been a chain, change agent, right? Sound good. Let's talk a little bit about your your upcoming, your, your upbringing, right? Give us a little background on you. So I'm from Detroit, born and raised on the east side of Detroit. Attended Detroit Public Schools. When I was in school, one of the things that I noticed was not a lot of educators took the time to connect with me. Mm. They pretty much just taught their subject and mm. was gone. Mm. You know, so when I was uh, making mistakes, there was no one to pull me to the side mm. and say, you know, this is how you do it. So, you know, um, that kind of came to me at a, at an early age. Mm. So, uh, to graduate from high school, um, I went to college and, uh, you know, I went to fair state university mm. and, and I thought I wanted to be an engineer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was just like everybody else. Like when you ask them, like what they want to be, they was like doctor, lawyer, you know, mm-hmm. engineer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they, they say all the uh, generic, you know. And so, you know, um, but when when I got in the program, I could not understand nothing they were talking about. <laughs> like I was, <laughs> I was reading the book, and I'm like, what is this? Like, I just remember being in CAD computer-aided design, mm-hmm. and I could not understand 
<laughs> what, what that they were talking about. But two things that always, uh, people always, that was always in me was I could write really well. Um, mm-hmm. And I like to help people. Okay. So I put those two together and um, I was like, I want to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. And um, when I changed my major, my life just kind of went up from there. Okay. Like it, it just, it just, it just soared. For what, real. Uh, what uh, grade in college, you know, or what uh, part of college were you in your sophomore, freshman year when you uh, made that discovery? It was my freshman year. Okay. That's, it was my freshman year. I had yeah. spent uh, a semester in mechanical engineering <laughs> and it was rough. <laughs> <laughs> For real, it was like, oh man. So, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, I remember a person just came to me and said, they got an English education major. And I went to the mm-hmm. college of education and looked at it and I was like, it's me right here. Mm-hmm. And um, I changed my major and I breezed through college once I changed my major. Wow. All right. So breezed through college, uh, Ferris State University, and then off into the world of education. Take us through that. So I did my student teaching uh, in Oak Park. Mm-hmm. And uh they hired me, like they hired me and, and um I spent like nineteen years there. I taught at the high school level, middle school level. Mm-hmm. Um within that nineteen years I went back to school, got my master's in educational leadership. Okay. Um so um the past past two years I thought I, I needed to move forward in my career. Mm-hmm. So I started looking for, you know, um, positions in administration. Okay. Um, And uh, now I'm an assistant principal in Ypsilanti. Mm -hmm. Now, prior to um, becoming assistant principal, I again, some of the rough times. Remember I talked about that? (laughs) It was -hmm. some of the rough times. And um, and, uh, I thought about becoming a real estate agent okay so you know i had um again i took the class and um well let me let me kind of back up a little bit my cousin my cousin and i we talked about it like we him and i um Mm -hmm. talked about going into real estate Mm -hmm. and um we attended this conference that was at the end, they was trying to sell us something, you know, but Mm -hmm. we thought they were going to teach us about real estate. So we had a conversation and we were talking about what we wanted to be and do in real estate. Okay. So I, he said he wanted to be an investor. I said, I wanted to be an agent. Mm -hmm. And I told him why I said, I want people to need my services. I don't want to have to go looking for them. I want them to look for me. Yeah. You know, so um he was like, no, no. So we we kind of went our separate ways. He he is an okay. investor. 
Okay. And I went and took the class and became an agent. Mm-hmm. And so soon as I became an agent, it just seemed like, again, it just took off. Mm-hmm. Everybody that I knew, I mean, they knew me, they knew my character, they knew what I was about. All of a sudden they wanted to do business with me. Yeah. And so it just took off and um, it was like one of the best decisions I ever made. Kind of like when I changed my major. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so <laughs> I worked, you know, at Keller Williams. I worked for Keller Williams mm-hmm. for a couple of years. And um, I learned, you know, I'm a, I'm an educator. So I'm always reading and learning how to do things. Like I mm-hmm. never, I try to control my destiny as much as I can you know yeah Mm -hmm. I try to you know um you know edge my path in life so I'm reading and I I'm like I can become a broker Mm -hmm. you know a lot of people came up to me and wanted to talk to me about real estate yeah and so it was like I started getting these emails about getting a scholarship to become a broker Mm-hmm. And I filled it out and they actually gave me a scholarship. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. And so they paid for my class. I took the class and um, and I, I passed, you know, I mm-hmm. became a broker. I really initially became a broker for myself. Mm-hmm. Again, I wanted to be a business owner. I wanted to help people, um, mm-hmm. you know, Again, the same thought that I put into education, I put into real estate. I want to help people who sometimes can't really help themselves access home ownership. Yeah. You know, and so um, I, you know, I I became a broker for myself, but for some reason, again, I, I guess I get this, I give it to God because like, people wanted they wanted to become a realtor they wanted to mm-hmm. work with me and so um i was like okay well you know um yeah. i was like okay well let's do it and um it just it just kind of grew um mm-hmm. and uh um, yeah so i'll jump in I'll jump in because that's that's uh really how we linked up, right? So yes, uh, you know, I became a realtor uh, earlier this year, and uh, of course, once you become a realtor, you need a broker, and uh, you came uh, uh, highly recommended by one Miss Patricia Hammond, and uh, if she puts the gold star on you, then you're good. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> mm-hmm. And so she did that and uh, kind of connected us. And we had a lot of conversation and some common some common ground, right, um, from education as well as uh, yes. kind of where I want to take my realtor stuff as well. So so that's how we linked up. And, and now I'm a part of uh, your organization. So tell yes, us again sir. what your organization is and... Give us the 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 acronym and then tell us what it means. Okay, so <laughs> um one one day I was at work and um a, it just I don't know why it didn't come to me, but a person said to me, if you take 
the S off the, off your last name and put it in the front, it will say sold. Mm. I was like, wow. Okay. Mm. So the OES means O's equals sold. <laughs> <laughs> O's equals sold. Mm-hmm. Some people are born and some people are born to sell real estate. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, I think working with educators and working in and sharing my style of real estate, mm-hmm. that's how I brand myself. Mm-hmm. I, I think educators are the perfect fit to be realtors. Mm-hmm. We have everything that we need to kind of ch- to go into that smart mm-hmm. um educated has a, have a reputation of integrity yeah um know how you know comprehending know how to you know um connect with people yeah i just feel like and and then i think about our career how it's always been neglected like how they always say you know um yeah. we're not paid enough yeah. I believe if you ever looking for a retirement plan or you're looking for another career, real estate is that career. And and you yes. got the people, you got your clients work with you every single day. Yeah. Teachers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I I want to I want to take the audience um a little bit on your journey, right? So mm-hmm. you you are an educator. You mentioned some rough patches. And um, I surmise from that, the rough patches led you to consider real estate. Did I get that right? Um, It did. It was, um, so, you know, in education, um, like, especially as a new teacher, um, the pay probably is not as high as it could be. there was a period of time where I kept getting laid off. Mm, okay. And so like, you know, you know, I, I just take responsibility for everything that I do. I chose to be in education, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, my son still need food and clothes. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, um, you know, the bills. You're taking no excuses. Yeah. You know, like I, I mm-hmm. can't go to him and say, I ain't got it today, you know, mm-hmm. So I was like, um, in that, that conversation I had with my cousin, I was like, it just, it just fits perfect with being an educator. Uh, that's pretty much the rough time right there. I remember in Oak Park, like our pay was frozen for like five years, mm-hmm. like literally five years frozen. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> like bills are still there. They're getting higher and think, you know, like, so getting higher. Yeah. They're not, they're not freezing that. No, they're not freezing that. <laughs> um, so I was, you know, again, what can I do about this? Mm-hmm. Real estate fits right into the schedule and life of an educator. Yeah. So you get off into real estate, you're new to it. Describe to me how that early stage of real estate went for you. So the early stages was simply me letting everybody know that I was in real estate. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, it just so happened, like, remember that cousin I was telling you about? Yeah. Um, he needed my services, so I was working with him. Remember how I t- told you? <laughs> I told him that I wanted yeah. um, them to need me yeah. where he needed me, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so him and I started working together. I started, you know, um, showing houses to him and things like that. And um mm-hmm. And I, I just kept the word out there. Like I kept, I kept mm-hmm. it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to my family because one thing, you know, you got to know everybody is going to need a place to live. Yes. So um, when they, they know that you're in it, they, they come to you. Yeah. Like they want to work with somebody they can trust. Yeah. And that they Absolutely. know. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. One one just led to another, you know. Um, I worked with him like some of my earlier deals were not as big as all, you know, as they could, you know, like um, smaller houses, you know, that you fix up and flip and stuff like that. From that, it just kind of snowballed. Um, some of the my teacher friends started approaching me like, "Hey, you know, um, <laughs> I'm looking for a house," you know. Mm-hmm. And again, we have the same schedule, so we can. <laughs> You know, we can yeah. leave work and go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just it just kind of fit that way, you know. And then from there, when they loved, you know, the house that they bought, they went and told somebody. Mm-hmm. And so now their their family members and their cousins and their aunts and uncles, mm-hmm. whoever, um, any real estate situation they found themselves in, they um they brought it to me. Mm-hmm. So um it, it kind of became from word of mouth. Like that's really how you can um, build your business. Mm-hmm. Like initially it starts with you, but then it kind of goes from word of mouth. Like, yeah. And from there, it just continues to go. If you, yeah. if you satisfy them, they're going to mm-hmm. tell someone. Yeah. Yeah. So now walk me through, you start off under Keller Williams and, is it Keller Williams? Keller Williams. Keller Williams. Right. As a as an agent there. Something about that experience makes you say, let me start my own brokerage. You, know, like you said earlier for yourself initially. So give us a little bit about that and uh tap into your educator, you know, abilities as if you're teaching an audience here, what's the distinction between a, a realtor and a broker? Okay, so working with Keller Williams was uh, it was a good experience. I cannot say it was a bad experience. Um, I just noticed that I wasn't valued as a human being. I was valued <laughs> as <laughs> that was a, a good per- experience. <laughs> a person <laughs> that, like, so you know, they it's it's a, it's a it's a way. It's kind of like how. Um, how McDonald's, you know, when they had a commercial and they they mm-hmm. they they had a hamburger and all that on the commercial. When you go to mm-hmm. the actual restaurant to get it, it's not the same one. It don't mm-hmm. even look any. It looked totally mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. So you know, <laughs> uh, it was that, like um, it was just like I noticed that I was more so. It was about really about the money, and I was really about helping people. Mm-hmm. Okay. You yeah, know, gee. that was the for me the disconnect between me and mm-hmm. Kevin Williams. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I feel like if you help people, you're, you're going to make your money. Mm-hmm. Like, I, f- I feel like that's going to come. Yeah. So um, I don't, I don't necessarily put profit before people. Mm, okay. And that's probably one of the things that people that work with me, like Miss Hammond, you know, um, recognize. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, I I try to get like I try to like when I'm working with anybody, I try to give them everything that I know. Yeah. Like I want you to know what I know. Mm-hmm. It's not a game. It's not um, hide and go seek. You know, can you figure it out? I need you out here being successful. Yeah. So um, when you first become a realtor, you must work with a broker. The -hmm. broker is like, you know, you're um, it's like your employer, but it's more he's more like a a manager. It's kind of it kind of reminds me of a teacher and a principal. So the realtor is the teacher Mm -hmm. and the broker is the principal. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you're new, you're new in real estate and you need someone to help guide you and supervise you. And so um, they kind of have it set up that way where you work with a broker Mm-hmm. Um, until you have kind of proven yourself. And then if you yourself want to become a broker, you can. Yeah. A broker is the owner of the company and they're responsible for the actions and the productivity of their agents. Yeah. So um, I I think um, just like teacher and principal, mm-hmm. broker and realtor, are supposed to work together. Yeah. If you, if, th- if this school slash company is planning to grow, yeah, they work together. Yeah. And yeah, just like a school, yeah, just like a school, mm-hmm. wh- whatever um, your vision is, you're, you're going to send that down. You're going to give that down to your agents, just yeah. like in a school. If whatever the principal's vision is. It's going to go down to to the teachers. So, Mm -hmm. you know, um, again, real estate is the perfect, (laughs) to me, it's just, they just line up perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of that stuff lines up. So um, to become a realtor in Michigan, you have to do what things? So you have to uh, take a course, 40-hour course. Yeah. and you have to finish all 40 hours and you have to get a, you have to leave that course with a certificate. Mm-hmm. If you miss a day, if you miss an hour, they make you, you have to make it up. Yeah. So from there, you have to uh, take the state exam mm-hmm. and pass with a 70%, yeah. I believe. Yeah. So once you pass, they put you like in a, a holding Again, and then you pretty much can go to different companies to wherever you want to work, you know, and you um, so you're in holding. You don't have a license until a broker picks you up. Yeah. So once you select that broker and that broker selects you, then the broker goes into, you know, where they're holding your license and pulls it. 
hmm. under him. Then they send that license to the broker. Yeah. So when they send your license to me, I give it to you. And now you're an official agent. And you're out uh, doing real estate. If you decide you don't want to work for that broker anymore, your license go back to that broker. And then he mm-hmm. sends it back to the state. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so that's the process for becoming a realtor. Yes. Now you've been a realtor for a while and you want to become a broker. What's the next step for that? So to become a broker, you have to have been in real estate for three years mm-hmm. and you have to have sold five properties mm-hmm. in three consecutive years. Okay. So once those three consecutive years where you have sold five properties or more, then you are eligible eligible to become a broker. So you take mm-hmm. uh, the broker's class, which is 60 hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you have to pass the state tests. And you send all that in. You send your certificate. They see that you know that you pass the test. You have to send them document, documented proof mm-hmm. of the 15 deals for three years. Mm-hmm. And you know, of course, pay your fee. And um <laughs> you, <laughs> they yeah. say congratulations. They like congratulations. Mm-hmm. And then from there you have to, you know, create a business name and um create your LLC and um you know, your tax, you know, ID with the federal government, Mm. Um, you um, get insurance um, to cover yourself and you are an official broker. You get a location and uh, you can, I did like, remember I said, I wanted to be a broker for myself. Mm. You can ideally just work for yourself as a broker. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to hire agents at all. You can just, yeah have work for yourself and again you're supervising yourself so now i'm not working under a broker i am the broker yeah yeah and working under the broker i don't think we mentioned this yet also includes paying the broker or really getting paid the the realtor is getting paid from the broker so okay so yeah let's talk about that (laughs) so um uh, when a realtor um, completes a c- closing, okay, mm-hmm. um, that they get a commission from the sale, and a portion of that commission is split with the broker. Yeah. So, um, I um, my goal again, I'm not necessarily trying to get rich off anyone. Mm-hmm. I wanted to help people, you know? So mm-hmm. I was like, I need to be able to, I want them to have that. Cause that was one of the things I, one of the issues I had with Keller Williams. Um, <laughs> I needed a little bit more money in my pocket. So I want all my <laughs> agents to have more money in their pocket. Mm-hmm. So I, what their commission was, I, I tried to beat their commission. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, um, yeah. That was my goal. Yeah. Again, my goal is to, help people get them out there selling real estate and being successful. Yeah. And if I build the business up, then I'll be successful too. Yeah. So on a scale of one to 10 with uh, 10 being, it's everything that I wanted to be right now. And one being like, this is a complete flop. Where would you uh, rate 
Oh yes, at this point. I would rate it at a 10. Okay. Tell I, you know why. what? Let me say that. Let me say a nine because I I still want us to grow. That's it, there's room for growth and improvement. Mm-hmm. But it is doing what I want it to do. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. wanted, I want to work with educators. Mm-hmm. I want them to um, actually tap into this, and that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted, um, I you know, my goal. I was like, I, I had set a number. I was like, if I can get ten agents, you know, mm-hmm. that that would, I think the company was successful. And mm-hmm. right now we're at five. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, down. I feel like it's, uh, it's, it's moving in that direction. Yeah. And I, I like the people that work with me. I really do like, and that, <laughs> I, I, I can say we're more like a family. Yeah. Yeah. So an agent that's, let's say somebody just got their realtor's license and they're considering those major ones like Keller Williams and 21st century, you know, Make a pitch to them. What does OES offer as an advantage for them that maybe they don't get at those bigger uh, places? So number one is more money in your pocket. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I can almost guarantee that. <laughs> guarantee yeah. that. Because yeah. what I what I noticed when I worked at Keller Williams that Keller Williams did not give me not, not, not one deal. <laughs> that I ever had came from being an agent at Keller Williams. It was all through me. Mm-hmm. And so nobody ever said, since you work at Keller Williams, I want to work with you. No one ever said that. Mm-hmm. It, w- it was me, my personality, gotcha. my <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. work ethic. So that that's the thing that I try to explain to agents. Like you are going to be the one mm-hmm. like, they're not going to ever care, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's going to be you and they mm-hmm. they want to work with David. Mm-hmm. So number one, more money in your pocket. And number two, a broker that is going to help you and educate you um, and show you how to do this every step of the way that you have access to. That's mm-hmm. going to give you the game as he as he know it as i know it yeah um so that you can hit the ground running yeah like i i i i hope that your experience is half of my you know half of my experience you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. um your you know that's my goal for every agent for them to be able to jump straight in there and know exactly the mistakes that i made mm-hmm. and not make them yeah yeah that's awesome man so oh yes o's equals sold yeah <laughs> uh, so really, i, I man, chose the uh, initials because i wanted i want i was thinking like i I want the just you know how keller williams got that kw i wanted mm-hmm. the initials to stand out i just want people to see oes mm-hmm. you know so um that was my goal mm-hmm. yeah so is is the business is pretty vibrant now? Um business is is I can say this, it has not stopped. Mm-hmm. Since I've gotten in real estate mm-hmm. and I closed on my first deal, it has not stopped. Mm-hmm. 
And with being an educator, that's the way I need it to be. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I do love being an educator too. Yeah. Yeah. So if, uh, if we forecast it, so you're an AP now and you've been an AP, this is your second year. It's my second year. Yeah. You see yourself uh, advancing even further in administration as well. I do. If, uh, you know, it got to be the right fit, mm-hmm. the right opportunity, but I do see myself advancing in uh, education. But if not, I'm okay with that too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what do you, how long, how much, how much longer do you see yourself in education? And then the second part to that, where I'm kind of going with this is the, you know, the realtor business, I would assume doesn't ever end. Right. So maybe Correct. there's a, a end date for your, Absolutely. your role in education that you have. You see, mind. see how, see how it fit again? <laughs> see how that fit again? <laughs> like you don't ever have to retire. <laughs> You don't ever, I don't ever think about retiring from real estate <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because, you know, it's just, it's determined by my pace, my efforts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. that's, you know, um, in education, I can see myself retiring in the next, I would say four years, mm-hmm. maybe five. Mm-hmm. And um, I can see um, from that point, I can see me dedicating more time to building up OES. Yeah, Uh, that's an interesting thing. I know we talked a little bit about, you know, like you've been making a point about the the linkage between educators and uh, real estate, but you have something specific in mind uh, down the line. I think it's already in the works, right? With regards to right. so, what you want to do um, with educators. Yes. So yeah. I plan to go full-fledged in recruiting and what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, marketing, um, helping educators. I mm-hmm. call it um, teachers to realtors. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like this is the perfect, like I said before, this is a perfect opportunity. Like we fit, we fit in it like a glove. Yeah. And I want to show them that. Yeah. yeah. So um, it, the retirement plan that you wish you had in education, <laughs> mm-hmm. you can get it and have it in real estate. Yeah. So um, yeah. that's, that's the goal. That's the future of OES. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to give you a moment to, like, if someone is a realtor in there, they're thinking about a broker, um, how do they reach you? So you can reach me. Uh, my email address is info at oesrealtors.com. Um, we do have a website, www.oesrealtors.com. Mm-hmm. Or you can call me directly. My cell is 313 313- Seven four four zero three three zero, and if I don't answer, just leave a voicemail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is there any social media for OES? Also, well? I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. So mm-hmm. um, we do have a Facebook page, um, OES Realtors. 
Um, you can find me on Instagram is OES underscore broker. Yes, those two social media formats. Okay. All right. So uh, we've kind of uh, giving you all the little softball questions and you kind of taking care of them, knocking them out the park as you were supposed to. Now it's time to get down to the tough question that we like to close out our episode with. Uh, are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have you ever uh, been on the cover of a magazine? No, I haven't been on the cover of a magazine. Mm. Uh, has that ever entered your mind, you're thinking? So, um, it has entered my mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, in real estate, a lot of, um, I get a lot of uh, emails saying that, you know, um, that I have, uh, like, I'm a top earner in real estate, mm-hmm. um, that my company is, you know, moving up the ranks in real estate. Mm-hmm. And they, um, you know, they feel like, you know, nominate me, you know, um, mm-hmm. and they want to, you know, recognize me and things like that. So I've seen those opportunities, you know, and if, if mm-hmm. that ever, you know, um, comes about, I, I, I don't mind being on the cover of a magazine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I thought you was going with. Uh, I thought you was thinking about GQ, GQ, and Forbes, and uh, you know Ebony or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, see that's the thing. Like, I no, I, I, I if that <laughs> ever happens, I'm, I'm good with. It. I'm, let me put that like that. If that ever, I'm good with it. But mm-hmm. I just my my the way out. I am like I really default towards people. Okay. Like, you know, I just that's just <laughs> how I'm set up. So I don't necessarily I'm not necessarily planning to be on the cover of Forbes, but if that happened, it happened, you know. <laughs> I'm definitely um I'm not gonna turn down an opportunity. And yeah. I'm definitely gonna continue to work toward that goal. Yeah. Well, uh what the work you've done thus far has led you to a magazine cover that represents black excellence. So for each and every guest, uh, we placed them on the dripping and black magazine cover. Okay. So my <laughs> right. uh, uh, executive producer is going to pull up your uh, magazine cover. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that is uh, a parting gift as well as a thank you for uh, spending some time with us, sharing your story with us. Mm-hmm. And we will uh, get that printed out, laminated, and sent off to you at a later date as a big thank you. I want to say thank you for having me. Like, you know, um, to to be a guest on your show was to me is like a, uh, is an honor because, you know, not a lot of people um, recognize, you know what I'm saying, or celebrate, you know, mm-hmm. um, excellence. You know, they they look, you know, for the next, you know, social media yeah. phase, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, like, yeah. I think it's excellent um, what you're doing here. And, you know, um, I wish, wish your show a lot of success, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah. and it, it just, it, it kind of fits with um, <laughs> how I conduct myself. So I was like, I'm, it's, it's, 
it's in line. I'm I'm happy to be here for sure. So we want to thank you again for coming out. We really appreciate you. The pleasure is all ours. And uh, this is the work that Sean Smith and I at Square just enjoy doing. And uh, of course, we would like for more and more people to to come in and share their stories and more and more people to, to tune in to hear the stories um, as we go, because that's what it's all about. But we we thank and appreciate you for that. We want to remind our audience that the DIBK Drip Shop is open. Go to DIBKDripShop.com to get your latest Dripping in Black merch, from T-shirts to hats to uh, cups. It's all kind of stuff there, good stuff, great design, um, lots of good words, inspirational words and stuff on T-shirts. And it's all Dripping in Black. It's all representing Black excellence. So go on out there and get your stuff for that. As always, a huge thanks to all of our listeners viewers, supporters, and subscribers. And until next time, be kind, be loving, and be excellent on purpose. It is but before choice. we before we go, I don't mean to cut you. Before we go though, <laughs> um Sean did say I could ask some questions too. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I, 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 some you just said, I wish you would have did that before I got into my little <laughs> segue I, out. I <laughs> But some of you just nah, said I gotta say it all over again. <laughs> no. Some you just said the end. So like you were talking about George Floyd and um Taylor, Taylor. you know. The, mm-hmm. So they were like your motivation for um the podcast. Yeah. So um, you know, it's it's a it's a few factors that motivated us. Um the name itself is motivated by something. And we have that chronicled in our first season, but um, really the the name was a brainchild of Sean Smith and some experiences he was having in his workplace and a desire just to be surrounded with black excellence. He wanted to be dripping in black. Right. You know, and then in 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's one of the things that is, it's a God-given thing, right? You know, it's God-given. It's some divinity in it. And, you know, once you hear it, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, that's, that's, that's good. And Sean and I would hang out all the time at coffee shops and just kicking it, you know, you know, our friends do. And during the the 2020 shutdown, I was trying to find things that I really wanted to do to be productive. Mm -hmm. So I started reading up about podcasting and I started saying, oh, I can see myself doing that. And I just didn't have a name. I kind of knew what I wanted to do is really what we're doing. But um, I didn't have a name for it. So really, as me and Sean were sitting there, we he told me the story about the dripping in black, and I'm like, that's that's the name of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you know. And it had we had to sit on it for a minute, but then once we got that name and got the idea, we just continued to build from there. And uh, it's really been a, a labor of love, man since the day we started and just to see the growth of it if you look at our very first episode to where we are now it's you can see our growth as well so it's we just love doing it man uh any other questions (laughs) (laughs) no i just um i i just know that during that time it was like a rough time for a lot of people and um like we were um black people we were in the like we were in the media 
for you mm-hmm. know for a lot of times for we can be in the media for wrong things you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i just want you know like i i appreciate the fact that black excellence is being you know displayed you know what i'm saying and yeah. showcased and talked about you know um so you know that that just it kind of popped in my head when you said that like because i think that was the moment where we needed it the most too yeah yep everything uh my, my mentor would say the universe unfolds as it should our our core when i'm gonna say the universe unfolds as it's supposed to but i think we all get into the same place with that and, and so yeah one thing begets the next thing begets the next thing and such is life but yeah it's, it's really a labor of love and we appreciate it and we appreciate you for coming out absolutely on the next Dripping in Black podcast, we have the five creator and personal chef, Nakia Bonds. Because my vibe is personal to the point where I want to make sure whatever it is that you want to feel for your event, whether it be the menu, the setup, all of that is going to mm-hmm. be very unique to you. But it's all, you don't know, Kia did that. People, when they see pictures, I'm <laughs> like, yeah, Kia did that one. <laughs> <laughs> You have just experienced a Dripping in Black production. Enhance your business or brand by creating a podcast. A podcast can spread your product or expertise and passion to the world. A few benefits of podcasting are it builds a personal connection, increased traffic generation, and builds more brand authority. Dripping in Black Productions is equipped to manifest your vision to a viable tool for your business or brand. Anything from creating a sizzle reel or a full video audio production of your podcast, big or small, Dripping in Black Productions can support your needs. Contact us at www.dibkproductions.com for a free initial consultation. Synthesize thoughts and create masterpieces is the mantra of Dripping in Black Productions. And we don't stop.